Hey, this is Mateo Lane. I'm Emma Wilman. And this is Inside the Closet. Inside the Closet. <laughs> We're back. Another episode of Inside the Closet. I'm back um, in LA. Yeah, I mean, I've not, I do not know someone who has traveled more than you during the pandemic. Yeah, it's been a lot. I mean, I've got, I'm getting to, I haven't, I came in and just got in and then I'm going to go do a walk-in clinic and get tested now. They, um, I just saw a thing where they say, even if you get tested, you should wait a long Three days. Period. Right. Yeah. And get I tested forgot again. about that. You're right. I totally forgot about that. Cause when I was in New York, I did wait three days. I, for some reason, completely blanked on that. Yeah. So I'll wait three days and get tested. How do you feel about Trump having COVID, everyone in the White House having COVID? It sounds stupid, but I was shocked. Like, I was like, it just seemed, I just wasn't in, I shouldn't be surprised by anything, but I was not anticipating that, even though it is kind of. It's definitely, I mean, this week, it was just a recap this week, because it definitely was like, they usually have what they call October surprise, right? So there's some kind of something that comes out within the last month to try and sway voters one way or another. I never heard of that. So you were familiar with that? Yes. So like Hillary Clinton with the emails or Trump and the grab the pussy or, you know, Obama and whatever. You know what I mean? So it was like there was always something. Like they always called it just like the October surprise. So within a week, <clears throat> the New York Times did a... Um, uh, investigation on his taxes and saw that he only paid $750 in taxes. And then on top of that, the debates, which was a disaster. Disaster. We talk about the debates. By the time this comes out, who knows what the state of the country is in. But what did, did you, did you watch the debates? So I was so surprised. I, I, I don't, again, I was surprised at what a shit show it was. I started watching and then I, I know this isn't right, but I couldn't finish watching it because I just couldn't well, believe it. It's, I, I, I almost couldn't finish watching it either. I mean, I was, I, I was so, it it's was funny weird. I, I recently watched two different debates, right? Three, actually. I watched um, McCain and Obama. I watched Kennedy and Nixon. Mm. And I watched uh, Bush and Gore. And oh, God. Those sound, all, I would love, good idea. Well, all of those debates, it's uh, specifically more with Kennedy and Nixon. It was just like, they literally just stood, watched the other person speak, and then were quiet and let the other person speak. And they talked only of policy. Like Nixon was like, in the past seven years, you know, this administration has been able to blah, 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 or whatever, the Republicans have been able to do this. And then we, you know, it felt very like basic. And then when you got to Bush Gore, even Bush Gore was, they were cordial to each other and- Question. Mm -hmm. Was Gore boring or was that just what people said? Gore he was? was very boring. Yeah. He was, he had the heat of a week old BM. I mean, he right. had about as much enthusiasm as a stick of wood. I mean, he I'm just surprised was. He boring. got the nomination. But to be fair, Bush was kind of boring too. I mean, but this po po politicians are meant to be boring. Absolutely. Uh, you know, it's like we, it's. The, we want to be entertained all the time and we shouldn't be. But that's Americans are confusing right. entertainment and politicians right politicians i want like bill burr the other night was doing a set and he was like eggheads get these eggheads in office because you want smart people leading the country mm -hmm. entertainment is for fucking j-lo selling sunset ariana grande lady Guy. you know so then you watch obama mccain which started to heat up a little bit but even then you know every once in a while mccain would say that's not true or Obama would say that's not true and the please are yes okay 
I couldn't watch these debates without, I was physically shaking. I was so shocked by the fact that Chris Wallace was begging the president to stop interrupting like a child. I was like, this is the most embarrassing thing. The entire world is watching this right now. And, and this also, is but it's and it doesn't it doesn't live in a vacuum because it's like we have to like all look around and be like and he's there because he's a reflection of us maybe it's not a reflection of someone I know right next to me but he's somehow there like it's not like he snuck his way in I mean maybe he that's up for debate but like say everything was as it is said it was which obviously that's like pretty controversial too but it's like he's up there and he is like a like a barge yeah it was remember the movie speed it was yeah. almost as if sandra bullock and uh, keanu reeves were on that bus trump being the bus right, right. and they were like if you don't keep at 50 miles an hour we're gonna blow up like what did he think was gonna happen like he's still right. the president like he could go on tomorrow on tv and make a press and just say hey, this is my feelings on what he said and I disagree with it, blah, blah, But it's like, you can't not let him talk. I mean, he looked, and I'm like, he's trying, This you're supposed to be swaying people onto your side. You're supposed to be swaying independent voters onto your side. All you're doing is turning people off because they're like, you've exhausted me. I'm exhausted. The whole country, I'm exhausted thinking of you, talking about you. But he gets himself involved in politics and sports and music and celebrity. And it's like, you can't go anywhere that Trump hasn't smeared his stupid orange face on. But did people, do you think that people think that he lost the debate or what do you think? In every single poll, this is not CNN, not even like ABC. Every single poll unanimously said Trump lost the debate. Okay. And it was See, I have hard. such a hard time trusting anything now because I feel like, I don't know. So that's good that, because it's like, I can think that, but then now, then I'll read something else that'll be like totally different. So even well, like Trump, Trump News, supporters argue that he was strong and he was, you know, right. all, all the same stuff. But I mean, the fact that you have Chris Walls and Biden saying, denounce white supremacy, like kids on a playground, do it, do it. And Trump right. couldn't. Okay, then then you're voting for a white supremacist. You're voting for someone who sympathizes with racists. Okay, you just had. If you're voting by. for Trump, that's not even not, sympathizing. That's like damn by. That's, like, that's a that's a that's saying just that's like, wait. Hold my hat. Right. That's like remember when we were in line at the Hertz rent a car and the guy was rude to you and then both Patty and I flipped out. Yes. That's like me and Patty being like, you hold my you hold my water. No, you hold my coffee. No, you hold. I got this. I got this. You stand by. I got this. I got this. But it's, I mean, if you, you just have to, you just have to come to terms. If you're voting for Trump, that's fine. That's your prerogative. You just have to come to terms that if you vote for him, then you are saying, I agree with someone who sympathizes with white supremacists. Right. So racist. So you're voting for someone, you're co-signing you're co his racism is what you're doing. You're saying, yep, I'm co-signing his racism, his xenophobia, his, you know, um, homophobia his transphobia uh he hates latinx people he it's a, you're co-signing all that so even if 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 you're fiscally conservative or you're religious or you're pro-choice i understand that's you vote you vote republican that makes perfect sense but you have to remember with that check 
You're also saying right. anyone in my life who is is black or is Latin or is gay or is trans, I'm just letting them know where I stand. And you can't, there's no argument against it. There's no, well, actually, no, no. That's just the way it is. Imagine if I was like, well, actually, imagine I said that. Right I mean, I would be like, I would, I would, I would have a million questions for you. It's hard at this time to, to, you know, I, and, and I've had lots of conversations with people very close to me who are, who are voting for Trump and it's hard to separate politics. Obviously you love people. And so you can get over it, but. Oh, it is hard. This is the one time where I'm like, this is, this is more than just politics at play right. this is something actually different this is something you sound like my mom well it is i mean no, it, i know it and is I something totally different so do how think, do you reconcile what do you think, that what do you think joe biden if he could have done anything differently what do you think it because i was trying to think about that so say i watched 10 right. minutes say it again i know i'm, I'm agreeing with you oh, yeah, so i, I want to hear minutes God, of yeah. it and then i did radio the next day um and the host and i were talking about it and she was really she was like i'm she was like she watched the whole thing. She was like, that was like, I'm having a hard time processing that. Right. So I went back and watched a little bit more. And then I was like, what could he have done differently? Because it's not like I felt like he did it. I just don't know. Like, should he have, should him and Chris Wallace have been like, should they have like reprimanded him more or what should have, what could have been done differently to make it better? Because I don't think, I didn't feel like he necessarily took the high road either. Right. No, he didn't take the low road, but he didn't like, if someone's acting that bad, then that is a chance for you to look amazing. And he didn't, I didn't leave thinking like, oh, he seems amazing. No, let's be, I mean, let's, so I have two answers for you. Let's also look at Joe Biden. He wasn't spectacular. Um, yeah. He wasn't, uh, he wasn't this incredible candidate, savior from heaven, here we are. But the problem was, is that Joe was put in the worst position possible because- He didn't have a chance. He didn't have a chance because yeah. when you're being filibustered like that, when you're not allowed to speak in your own time and you right. and the other campaign have come in accordance with this debate saying, I will allot a certain amount of time for the other person to speak. And so you plan on that. I mean, should he have called him a clown? Should he have said, shut up? I mean. It doesn't matter if he took the high road and said nothing, it wouldn't have made a difference. And if he calls him a clown, tells him he's the worst president in the world. It also doesn't make a difference because yeah, Trump I... was just creating. It's like, it's like this. It's like someone lighting a firework factory on fire and then doing it right next to someone trying to do a magic show and then being like, but I didn't notice the magician's magic. It's like, well, yeah, because the firework factory is right. going off. It's what, what else can we witness? Do you think if the magician was like, you know what, this is insane for me to even try doing this magic show right now, I'm going to stop and just acknowledge, not say, because I, I don't think you should have said he was a clown, but if he had just been like, how am, is, like, how am I supposed to interact with this? No, because then they would have been like, he can't argue with different people. He can't debate with different people. Well, because, and, and I wish it was as simple as, as Joe saying, you know, I mean, he just said a couple of times, come on, like, what am I right. supposed to do? Do you know how? And it, the fact is that Chris Wallace, the moderator, was begging Trump to right. stop interrupting him, begging him. I'm convinced 100%, I think we all are, that if Trump didn't interrupt, then Joe would have just said his points and Trump would have said, the, the fact of the matter is, I'm actually quite interested in knowing what Trump thinks. I'm interested in knowing what his points are. I would like to hear him. Right defend himself on coronavirus, defend himself on citizens unrest, defend himself on 
there's multiple things. I'm, I'm not just curious about Joe, who I'm going to vote for. I'm curious to see what the other guy has to say. But he didn't say anything. He just screamed right. and yelled and made fun of. I mean, the one thing you can walk away with is at least Joe didn't go after his family. Joe didn't go after him. For, he just kept everything. And the only thing I liked he did is he looked directly at the camera mm -hmm. and said, voters, I'm begging you. Look, please, voters, this is what, you know, talking to us. It was insane. Trump looked right to camera a couple of times, too, even in that first 10 minutes. And I was like, <gasps> like, it's like when someone is looking to the side and around and then they do a right to camera shot. It's very like you're like, oh, my God, you really that's what YouTubers do. They look right at it. So then it like breaks that fourth wall. And you're like, oh, yeah. my God, they're talking to me. What do you think Joe could have done? I don't know. I was thinking about it. I'm like, I don't I really don't know. Like, I, or I didn't know. I was like, should Chris Wallace have been more like alpha I, you know, he was screaming. I mean, he was like, sir, please, sir, sir, please, president, sir, president, sir. He was begging him. He should have said something weird. He should have been like, be quiet or I'll put my finger in your butt. I would have loved that. And Trump probably, you would know, have, he still wouldn't have shut up. I'm sure he likes a finger in the ass. I mean, I made a mistake. And they just don't talk about it. I put, so I got my voter ballot in. And right when mm -hmm. I got to LA, I filled it out. And I read the instructions and it didn't say anything about needing to use a pen color that I saw. So I filled it out with the pen that I had in my hand, which was an orange pen. But no, now I'm wondering, I need to get another blue. one, don't I? I would call the voter registration. I would I call the voter registration office. Well, because what a pain. Uh, you need the dark ink. Like they always tell you, never with a pencil, always with a pen. Black. Because the it's the computer that's gonna right. scan it that won't thinking. be able to pick up the orange because the typing on there will be darker. That was so stupid of me. I got it and I was just like, ooh, and I just grabbed the first pen and I filled it out. And then I was like walking it over where, and then I was looking at it because I wrote my return address in orange and I was like, oh, fuck. Like there's, there are black and blue pens. I have a desk. They are all over the desk. I got, I got two blue pens right here. There's one orange pen in the whole apartment and I, just happened to be near my hand and I grabbed that it. That is a very it Emma thing though. For it you really know. is. I'm so annoyed at myself. Cause I mean, we want, I, can we have our listeners write all the Mateo and Emma isms? Like yeah. things that we do. Uh Oh, not to that... make fun of us. Like to, you know, it's like a celebration. <laughs> when I did that, I was like, oh, fuck just because, and then I had, I had t told my therapist this morning, I was like, yeah, I got my absentee ballot. Like, you know, and then, I, and now I'm like, oh, what, this is such a... I just got mine, so I have to fill it out, which, you know. You, you, I trust you'll know to use the right pen. I mean, that was so stupid. I would, like, use, a, I would use a black pen, but that's also the artist in me. Like, I want the ink to match the other ink, so. Right. Um, and now, My, not mm. to make it all political, mm. but I, I just think it's on everyone's mind, so sure. I don't know. I'm just curious what you think of... Is it ironic that he's had to go to the hospital and the conflicting reports about what the doctors said? I can. He was running around without a mask for months. He's running around, but almost it's like I would have thought that they like wouldn't have even told us because like they could have gotten away with us not even knowing. No, I guess not. Well, because it wasn't just him, so it was multiple right, it was people. His, his, I mean, his personal aide got it, and then she was quarantined on the on Air Force One. And it was just too much evidence that he would have had it. And right. so if he didn't say he had it, he would have been even in, in bigger shit. Because right. it's like, okay, so you're just knowingly exposing people. So 
you know, and then and then it's conflicting reports from the doctors because his um, his uh, man his a uh, manager of the campaign campaign manager. I couldn't think of the fucking word. That's was, so funny. You just said manager. Do you do this just as a quick side note? Do you put entertainment terms into like yes. other? Okay, so just as a quick side note, I do this all the time with um, not auditions. Oh my god, not audition interviews. So when someone has an interview. Mm-hmm. I'm always like, did you get a call back or how'd mm-hmm. the audition go? Mm-hmm. And my sister knows I do this now. So she'll like, just go along with it. And I do it to her husband too. He's audition. He's like, interviewing for a job. But my mom is like, what are you talking about? Cause I was like, they can't get a call back or what happened at the callback. Like, who do they, it's just so, I don't, it, cause it's like our world. So we, and it makes sense. Like, yeah, his man, who, like, imagine if Trump had a manager. Oh my God. I'd be like, who is his fucking manager? And what, who is this fucking guy? He would, well, I'll he say wouldn't have agent. a manager. He'd be, no, oh. he would. He was like, "I'll be my." I say, "Agent." Sometimes WMA. I'm like, "Yeah, my agents are this," and people say, "Asians." Yeah, and I'm like, "Can you imagine that I'm just willy nilly out here being like, ugh, my Asian called me the other day.' No, my agent. <laughs> I'm not a racist from 1950. You know, it's like, well, can you? It's um, like, get new. Yeah. When I used to paint, I was in a figure painting class where you painted the figure, the human right. body. And I was so used to art talk that I would tell people I'm a figure painter and they would go, really you paint with your fingers? One time this bitch, I was at Whole Foods and I was buying, my friend Matt and I were buying a bunch of cake. We really wanted to do like paintings of still life of cake. So we bought a bunch to paint, right? So we're scanning it and the lady goes, what are you buying all this cake for? So we're going to be painting it. And she goes, you're going to paint with cake. And we're like, no, it's like a still life. Like, you know, like when people paint grapes and bowls. And it's also like, and also if you thought we were painting with cake, don't judge us, bitch. Obviously we're unstable. Like if you think we're going to be painting with cake, don't ask us a lot of questions right now, because guess what? We've lost it. And also, she obviously has never gone to art school because when I went to art school, they had a new rule. And the rule of the art school was, please no bodily fluids on the canvas. I bet they had to learn that the hard way. We just got a message from Tyler. We're going to take a quick break and come right back. All right, we're back. No bodily fluids on the canvas. Am I talking too much about politics today? No, not at all. I mean, listen, Mateo, it's, it's in every, it's in every conversation that I've been having. And it's like in every, it's just because I was, when I was talking to my therapist today, I was like, I feel so like scared. And I was like, and I don't know if it's like the moving around or what. And I was like, but I also, I was like, I think a big part of it has to do with Corona and politics. And she was like, I think that that is absolutely what it has to do with. Right. Because things on a microcosm right now are really fine. Like, although I got to tell you, I got food poisoning the other night. Where? I got food poisoning the night before I was supposed to leave. I got food poisoning on Sunday night. But like, what'd you eat? I ate, I knew it when it was happening. I ate, um, I ate a kale salad and a pesto sandwich. I got takeout. So I had it. And while I was eating it, it didn't taste right. And instead of not eating it, I Emma. just put sauce on it. Isn't that symbolic? It tasted weird. Like it tastes, and there's so much cheese in it. This is like gross, and I'm about to apologize. It did taste weird. It was about because did, did I talk to you on Sunday night? Mm-mm. Okay, 
so I talked to, I did a, I was like a guest on the podcast. And then afterwards I like ordered the food and I was supposed to do a show at seven. And then I like wrote and was like, you know, I got to get packed for my flight. I was flying out at 8am and then I was eating. And then I like started getting sick pretty much right away. And I felt so bad because one, I was needing, I kept running down and getting water, but I looked not well. Like I was like crunched over and like, I was getting like, you've had food poisoning before. I've knock on wood. I've never had food poisoning. Okay, in my so life. Sometimes you throw up. Sometimes you like have to like go to the bathroom and throw up. Luckily Diarrhea. I was mostly throwing up, but I was like hunched over like, Ugh, which I'm down and the guy in the lobby is just like looking at me. And I was like, it's, it's not Corona. I didn't play bad cheese. And it was just, it just sucked. How do you get over food poisoning? Like, first of all, I'm just, sorry that you went through that. But secondly, like, how do you... What, you get it you out. Just, you just have to get the thing out. Or I don't know if it was, I don't know if it was full on food poisoning or if I just like had a bad reaction. Because I also hadn't eaten that day. So I had like an empty stomach and I ate this thing that had obviously gone bad. But it was like... It just, I forget why I just started telling you about this, but yeah, that, oh, with politics and feeling all. Well, yeah. I had laser stuff done. So I had like a redness on my neck and on my right. chest. So I went to my dermatologist and I thought it was just like eczema or something. And he was like, no, it's basically sun damage. Your, your cells are like inflamed. So if you want to get it fixed, you have to get laser surgery. And I was like, okay. He's like, it takes like, 10 minutes it doesn't take that long so I was like work so I scheduled it came in did it I looked like I had about six octopi on my chest and neck yeah it looked bad it, it looks like but th- is that a um sy- symptom of it? like did, do you think people could have been looking at you like you've got corona I don't know but I mean I was like I I was trying to like cover it with makeup or like sure. wear a hoodie but yeah I d- and I did a little under my eyes too so I just looked like I had got, I just looked like a fucking mess for about five days. Yeah, it's not a good, it's just a tough time to be looking all fucked up. Because you're like, you're like, look, it's not what you think. Right. Mateo and I ran into each other at the Comedy Cellar on Saturday night in the same outfit, which was funny. Same outfit. It's always funny? nice to see you in public, like when we don't expect to see each other. And we I see wasn't each other. planning on going by, but because I did, I think I had done... I did a no I just did the stand that night the night before I did three shows that was a little bit much doing three the reason three outdoor shows is too much was because it's three indoor shows to me easy three outdoor shows for some reason that just felt like you it's know hard. What it is? it's outside it's windy it's cold and it's a real it's real these shows like when you've been to a venue before you know what it's going to be like great fine if it's like a new thing it's we're really testing the elements here one of the shows on friday night was freezing cold it was that was me i did a show on a roof and it was freezing i was like freezing oh i didn't come prepared i was not prepared at all i was like and i didn't know what the audience was doing i was like why are you guys still here it was like 1 a.m it was very hipster but it's also weird when you have shows and there's no one that if someone's heckling you just have to accept it like you can't no one's going to defend you. There's no security guard is going to come take them out. Like when I was doing a show, Seton Smith was getting yelled at by this guy. He just was an angry bypasser who was just angry at life, but yelling. And, you know, Seton handled it like a fucking pro. But I thought 
there's no one to tell him to leave. Like this person could just be crazy <laughs> and come up and kill us all, you know? Wait, that happened to me on Thursday. The person didn't come up and kill everybody, obviously. But th- on Thursday, a person who, okay, so Thursday night, I did this show. It was, it was, the, it was so fun. It's in um, Pittman, New Jersey. And I, the reason I'm not promoting shows as much is just because I just don't know what they're going to be like. So I'm not really, I was headlining it, but I didn't really. We're trying to just get back into the groove. We're not exactly. asking people to like, yeah. So this show was in this beautiful tent. This is the one I gave the guy your name. His name's mm-hmm. Danny Raff that runs it. So I went, me and Robin Shaw, who's been on the show before, she came Robin had a video go viral. It's got 1.7 million views. So she was really happy about that. She got recognized at the show. People were like, you're from TikTok. So we do the show. I love Robin. And while after Robin is, no, before Robin is on, all of a sudden we hear like, it just goes like quiet. And then we hear this voice of someone that sounds totally unhinged being like, I know about the radio, like screaming about the radio. So I thought it was someone who had, stood up at the show and started screaming but it wasn't it was someone had like come in and they were like geeking out on something and they were screaming and i was like oh this seems like this person wants to fight because they were like i heard you on the radio and you said this in the radio and, blah, blah, blah. and i was like Ugh. and then some um wait staff came uh, while you're on stage not me or robin it was this guy was on and he was like uh and then they came and took the person away but she sounded like she wanted to it was a woman and it sounded like she wanted to like like throw down right. so then they they like kind of tricked her into leaving they're like come on like we can talk about the radio out here like let's just go out here the radio's out here come on and then she just the radio the come night. to the radio it was really scary because i was like i was like what, if what we do can't you do leave? what do you do I don't know. I, I was thinking today, I was like, I miss, like, I'm happy to be back working on stage and doing jokes and being with my peers. Like that part is very rewarding. But the other part of me is just so like, I can't wait for the VU to be what it is again. Oh, yeah. Because like, I've good. got this new eight minutes I love. And I'm like, I want to hear 250 people in a right. closed room laugh. Now I have a question. Do you think so the way New York has recently opened up to 25% capacity indoors, so you can do some dining indoors, very safe, spread out. What do you think is going to happen going into November, December? Do you think it'll keep being open like that? Or what do you think? Um, I don't know. It's too, yeah. It changes every single day. I mean, who knows what the state of the country is going to be in by then? Literally. Right. right. I don't know. Yeah. See, that's another thing that's stressful because it's so hard to, like, plan things out, I think. That's something yeah. I'm having a hard time with. But Yeah, it's like, but, I can, and we can't go anywhere. We can't leave. I thought that we have some, hasn't some of that been lifted? Like, can't you go to, like, Europe now? No. Really? No. Because New York is no longer, so I had posted like, okay, I'm coming back to LA, I'm in a quarantine for two weeks. And then I realized that New York is no longer on the quarantine list coming into LA. So I didn't know if maybe it was off that list for other people too. No, I'm going to type in Americans enter EU. No. Really? No. Oh, that sucks. That I mean, sucks. how much longer are they going to be banned from the EU? It's crazy time. Crazy time. When's the next debate? Well, tomorrow, 
night, so this will be yesterday for everyone listening, is Kamala and um, or Kamala Harris and uh, Mike Pence. Can't and wait. then uh, that's then, gonna be better, I really think. Well, the week after, they're you know, they're both trying to say, like, okay, well, it'll be the 14th day that Trump is supposed to quarantine is the day they're supposed to do the debate. So I don't right. think it's actually physically healthy for anybody to be doing debate. Also, Trump's on so many steroids and experimental medicines right now. His I Twitter, don't even think he can like, like his Twitter. He's on steroids because I sometimes I like will go look at it sometimes. Maybe this isn't. Maybe I'm wrong. If someone follows him and he does this all the time, I could be wrong. But there was this one like 10 minute span where he tweeted like 15 times. But that's just him normally. Okay, so maybe that's him normally. But I was like, oh, he. You know, there's Wait, let's take times. a quick break before we talk about the debates. Okay. All right, and we're back. So we were we're talking about whether we think the debates are going to happen or not. We also want to hear from you guys. So if y'all think think that like the debate's going to happen, let us know in the comments because we we want to take like basically a poll. And how are you guys doing emotionally? Like, are you freaking out? Are you feeling some sense of like, like, what do you, is it, you know, I have this one friend who has really taken this time to really reevaluate things and then she got laid off and now she's starting her own like consulting thing and blah, 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 blah. So that's the only person I can think of that's really grabbing it by the horns. But like, how are- I think everyone's doing what they can to survive. I feel like in the past two months, I've had a much harder time with all of it. But I really think that that is because my lease has been up in New York and my lease is up in LA. So it's the moving around on top of everything else. And then also having a a place. Exactly. And being in LA was, I mean, being in New York was really nice running around doing shows, but it also was so weird and surreal because it felt like it just, it it was great, but it also, then it made leaving much harder too. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But you're always welcome back. Yeah, that was, I appreciate that. I mean, it's, that's when it was like, and it was nice. I saw Gail, by the way, if you guys have listened to the show from way back um, and get this, Gail is dating someone who lives in Brazil and she said, they're in a relationship. So she's been, she's gone to Brazil a couple times, even recently. So but she said, she goes, do you remember when I asked Mateo, when I said, how could Mateo be doing such a long distance relationship? Like, that's so much work. I wonder why he's doing that. She was like, I can't believe I was even questioning him about that because you, she's like, now I'm like in love with someone in Brazil and I'm totally doing the same thing. And she was like, do you remember when I was asking him about that? I was like, yeah. Well, 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 Gail. And, and Gail's dad he is this like they're like you know he's like a big guy he runs a um tropic trucking business in new jersey when he met mateo's boyfriend at the time he it was either to you or your boyfriend he was i i think it was your boyfriend at the time though he was like i like him he's like if i was gay was he saying that to you or him everyone said that about kike they're like if i was gay i would do him like thanks more people if they were gay would say they would want to be with you no no it was always kike because I mean, I, I, I don't think I'm unattractive. I just think Kike has like a very... Yeah, but if I he's was gay, super I would rather be with you 100%. No offense to Kike, who's stunningly gorgeous, but I, and not to be problematic, but I feel like if you're someone who has is more attracted to a, a 
to me, Kike is so gorgeous. So I'm not saying it like that, but I would think if I were- You think I'm more femme? Like a little bit. Yeah, a lot bit. I'm pretty femme. I give off lots of femme energy. And that is a beautiful thing. So I would just think that someone as- But you're also like- thinking like from a perspective of like a mask you like sort of settling in the masculine energy so you're attracted to more feminine qualities does that make absolutely. sense absolutely but kike is beautiful i mean that's established we don't oh yeah no no we, we know we're just talking about, like, about that but like yeah, when, when, energy. when her dad was like you i would i was like really i've gotten that from some straight guys like they hit on me in like I've a weird men like, say things no, straight men say this. They go, I love Mateo. And in a way that's better, I think it would be, it would be a little offense. Like if they're like, I've seen one or two be like, like I like if I was gay, I'd have sex with him. The reason I think that's a, it's a nice thing. It's a compliment. But the reason I'm, it makes me roll my eyes is like, and you think he would want to be with you? Like, what are you like? It's not like, oh, if you were gay. Maybe they weren't saying it as if I would be as if I wanted to, maybe they were just commenting that they would want to. Right. That sounded problematic. Well, there was one guy that was like, if I was gay, I'd like definitely want to hook up with Mateo. And the, the, I was like, yeah, wouldn't happen. <laughs> yeah. Or it sounds like that question, if I was gay, it's like, maybe, maybe. Maybe you are gay. Maybe there's something there. Maybe there's something. Maybe there's a little. But it's. I think that's a little progress for straight men to be that comfortable with themselves to be saying that. Well, progress too. A homeless man called me George Michael instead of faggot the other day. Yeah, I remember I was there. Remember? Right? Oh yeah, we were together. Yeah. That's right. It was like, he was- George he Michael. You, You're George, George Michael. Michael. And then he was annoyed and he called you George Michael again. And then he was more annoyed and he called you George Michael again. And that's the progress. Cause it was like, he was mad. He wanted so, a cigarette. He wanted a cigarette. And, but that would have been prime time for him to say something derogatory. Right. Dumb faggot, smoking a fag. And so but he instead, like, he just went, George Michael. Last Christmas, I gave you my heart. I love him, George Michael, so much. Oh, yeah. And that video, he looked like a lioness. I'm ready for Christmas, by the way. What and are you going to do for Christmas? I need any kind of happiness. I don't know. I don't even know if I'm going to be able to go home to Chicago this year. You will. I don't know. We'll see. Actually, we'll what am see I, how this I mean, goes. So, so I'm going to go back. And what I was going to do was I was going to get, um, I was going to go in and get tested. And I mean, it sucks because then you're waiting three days, waiting three days. I was going to go for Christmas to see my dad. Mm-hmm. Do you think it's a bad idea? I don't know. I just could get across that bridge when I get there because my brother probably isn't coming home. And you have grandparents and then, too. I, but I don't know if the grand, we're not all going to be, they can't be, you can't get 55 people together in one house. It's unethical. You're right. It's, and people traveling from out of town, this and that, da da da, going over to my 84 year old grandparents' home. Sorry, it's just unethical. I just don't think it's a good idea. I agree with that. I agree. But Christmas will still be really fun. Oh, well, we'll see. Maybe I'll spend it in New York. I don't Even know. Maybe if they'll you're open up the borders. People, I'll go to Italy. It'll still be fun. Yeah, I guess we'll see. I, I don't know. Well, we'll see what happens, we'll see what in, the, happens. in the following weeks. I mean, every day is a new news day. Yes. Yeah. Um, We're going to do a little Patreon thing right now. So right. thank you guys so much. Make sure you click like and subscribe. Like and subscribe, like and subscribe.
Star Fans Audio, a, podca- <clears throat> a podcast network.